Hey guys, um, welcome back to the podcast. It's episode uh, 14 of uh, From HC with Aziz. And um, in case you haven't noticed, this isn't Yusef. This is uh, executive producer of the podcast. Hi. Um, Sarah, um, and I'm joined with Salim and of course, Yusef. Let's go. Uh, let's go, yeah. Thank you, Sarah, for bringing for bringing this back camera back on. Thank you, supreme confidence. That's what we're talking about. You just got to come in here like like you own it, and you have from day one. Honestly, like we, this is the thing. I don't know. We haven't. We've mentioned you on the podcast before. Dropped your name a couple times, but we haven't necessarily. Yeah. Uh, we have. I've. I'm we pretty have. sure I've said your name like once or twice. <laughs> I mean, you better, man. You 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 know pretty much you, you kind of have to. Um, a lot of like the jokes that Aziz made on the podcast were some of my jokes, and I never got credit for them. For real, Aziz yeah. always complains about other people stealing his jokes, so I think it's about time someone put him back in his place for stealing other people's content. I really I. So angry. Dude, I really I just think we're gonna show up Aziz for this entire episode. Dude's gonna be salty as fuck. He didn't get on this. Like I remember the last time he wasn't on an episode where Sadim and I, you and I, got on this, and he was like. Uh, Oh shit, dude! I wish I got on that topic or whatever. But my guy's a piece of shit and had his presentation, so he's in bed right now and isn't <laughs> handling his own shit. So we're on top of it as per usual. So yeah, bring it on! Finally, Sarah. Okay, Sadim's girlfriend, as uh, I like to call her. Um, <laughs> and one of the biggest driving forces in this thing's been, this thing being a thing. And yeah, it's fucking awesome to get you on here. So let's. <laughs> Salim, how are we doing over there? Uh, no, I was just thinking about when you uh, mentioned stealing jokes. Not not stealing jokes, but taking sure. credit for jokes. Yeah. I just want to take cre- credit for the Chantel Jeffries one. Yeah, CJ. Yeah, that's definitely that, that was, was de- that was always yours. <laughs> and I, I'm really glad you went up and posted it on Twitter because that was definitely like one of those tweet type of things you said over the years. Um, yeah, the CJ's. I thought I made it on the podcast. That was. Mm. In all fairness, though, we all did go and uh, listen to CJ on Impulsive. In all fairness, uh, kind of disproves our whole thing. Not going to lie, man. Like, whole whole thing, hour and ho- however long that was, committed. I mean, it doesn't Never make- heard, Never heard her talk about her DJ career, but, like, that's besides the point. Pretty solid, huh? I- mm. So, Sarah, this is your first time on the podcast. First of many, of course. Uh Inshallah, bro. I just wanted to ask you, what are some of the worst takes you've heard on the podcast so far? One that really oh, sticks out. Shit. Um, <laughs> I've said it before. My least favorite episode is episode uh, three with Hageg. I think. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I hate all the takes in that episode. I hate um, the Jay Z and Kanye West take. What's the Jay Z and Kanye West take? Um, I think it was in episode 10. Oh, was this the, ah, uh, Jay-Z wouldn't have had a career in the 2010s without Kanye? Ah, uh, Aziz came up with that one. Yeah, I probably yeah, I don't necessarily, one. I don't know about that I one. hate all the takes about basketball because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I think you're half our audience, man. But. I think that's it. Fair. That's, that's not too bad. That. I can't think of any more, but I'm pretty sure there's more. Mm. I don't know. Uh, I mean, half the stuff we say on the podcast kind of isn't isn't really thought out. So it just kind of comes off as I mean, OK, Sarah, you do a pretty decent. I'm going to call it a pretty decent, which by that I mean spot on impression of me. Um, and, and you realize how how little I am actually saying with the amount of words that I spit. 
Yeah, um, I've, <laughs> and I barely know where I'm going with half my points. You can have a whole conversation uh-huh. with just like, connecting words, you know, like they're. <laughs> sure. like, yeah, no, no, I get what you mean, but also like if you consider it through another angle, um, <laughs> you can kind of think of it in a different way. I don't know, like, could I get your opinion on that? Like, thoughts? You get what I'm saying? Like, mm. I said nothing for the last like 15 seconds just there. I don't know, bro. Practical shit. Talent. <laughs> talent i wish man like i've wanted eloquence for such a long time my favorite class in high school was english class because obviously like that's that's where you want that's one spot i could be like okay i have this handled and i was telling aziz yesterday uh, and you guys today i think that i wasn't funny in french because i think you get funnier when you get a language better and my, my english was better than my french back in the day but then again french humor is terrible so Oh, yeah, no, if you want to call it terrible, it's corny as hell. It's super quirky and corny, but I love it. That's like one of my favorite things about the French. It's like that classic Parisian comedy. I'm like, it's it's the most attractive thing I've ever seen. I don't know if it's like a weird high school thing where I was like, I had crushes on chicks when I was young and I just like that quirky French shit, but I think it's funny as hell. Like, I'd love to go to Paris and interact with some French people who like will come up with these bullshitty lines bro i, I went to party last week and it was only french people i was there were only three arabs and i was literally left on my own to socialize with all these like white people and it was the most awkward thing ever like i always like i'm french and i felt like train... oh shit i'm talking that's cool that's <laughs> cool <laughs> i felt like i was stuttering on every word uh-huh. because I don't know, like everything is so strange with them because they have such a weird like humor type. Are, they, are, they, are these these are proper proper French people? Like yeah, proper uh, like lived in Paris their whole life. I mean, different vibe for sure. But I just think like French shit, like funny French shit, like channels I never used to watch growing up, MCs and stuff like that, must have been hilarious. Like those kids who could be funny with adults, with like other kids' parents, like other kids parents appreciating like how funny this seven-year-old kid was because he could watch Gulli and whatever and got that whole like French thing I never had that parents didn't appreciate me like that I was just quiet and 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 nice so that was the thing but not like funny and likable I was uh, never like really close to any French people but Salim like can socialize with French people so easily and I don't know how he does it <laughs> how do you Salim, would you say you're funny French for French funny I think I'm funnier in French than in English, probably. Seriously, what? I feel, like, nah. I feel like some one-liners just hit better in French, you know? What? I've I've never heard like some killer. I mean, yeah, I've definitely heard killer one-liners in French, but like I, that's that doesn't sound right. Like a one-liner, a punchline that's French. I don't know, bro. Always sounds like way too highly formulated. Whatever. It goes back to the whole question of in what language do you think in? So I feel yeah. like maybe. Uh, my sentences are just phrased better in French. I don't even know what language I think in, but maybe. Do you think you have a different personality in different languages? Because I believe in that, kind of, I, I do. right? Do you think you have a different confidence in different languages? Even, even I, our I, language I that you're like the thing familiar is, with? I'm with French people. I feel like such an outsider that yep. my personality is being an outsider. I'm just like, this is so fucking weird, like in French. Whereas like when I'm with, basically like Americans or people who speak English is just like you're my like we're the same and so we have the same type of like also we have the same references because they're on like English TikTok yeah. and people are on French TikTok so it's like it's it's different. It's different. I've never seen French TikTok. Is it is it the same trends? 
they're the same trends, but translated in French. And also they have like um, references to like reality TV, Les Marseillais, tout ça. Sure. Like, you asked me if I was funny French or English. Huh? You just forgot to ask me about Arabic. Crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, listen, do you think you're funny in Arabic? Bro, <laughs> I, in my life, have never been funnier than at family gatherings. <laughs> no, bro, bullshit, bro. You, no, 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 no. Take me to, to a family gathering in Egypt with a demographic of mostly uh, females between the ages of, uh, let's say, 50 to 80. Ooh, ooh, prime audience right there. That's my crowd, bro. Hell That's yeah, my hell yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I had a decent summer where I was performing to like that crowd. Wow. The biggest ego boost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's like the biggest, most up. It was the most uplifting <laughs> summer of my life for sure. It's like you felt so good about yourself because every line you had, they'd appreciate still. Now that we're talking about uh, being in Egypt, communicating in Arabic and all of that kind of thing. Uh, I just remember the really embarrassing story. Uh, it was from when I uh, I did an internship in Egypt, in Egypt. Uh-huh. and uh, so this one day I think I told you this story before. So I'd sit at work, and there was this guy that, that sat at the on the desk right next to me, and we became sort of friends. I was eighteen at the time; he was between fourteen and fifty, uh, <laughs> and we both pretty much had jack shit to do all day. But I was, we were trying to, to work on our uh, Microsoft Excel skills, uh, trying to learn some new formulas and all, because that was all we could do. And uh, there's this guy at the office who's known as the Excel wizard. He, he knew every single trick in the book. He, every single day, he'd come to, to our desk and for a solid 15 minutes, teach us something new every day. Mm-hmm. So uh, he comes up to the desk and I... We're just making small talk. He asked me uh, what I do in life and all of that. Uh, so I asked him, so, I mean, what's your job here? What do you do? And he goes, uh, I'm an office boy. Okay. And considering the guy's the Excel wizard of the oh. office, I go, uh, oh, well, if you're, if, if you're the coffee boy, go, go get me some coffee, huh? Because I thought I was joking. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Then I see the look in his eyes. I just see his eyes getting bigger. I'm like, oh, shit. He might actually be a Kobe boy. I don't know what just happened. So I look at him and I go, oh, wait, really? And he goes, yes. I go, oh, wow, that's really cool. Uh, And you know when you have to bullshit your way through and pretend like you're impressed or interested? And I had to backtrack my whole conversation. It was so bad. (laughs) Dude, wait. So wait, what's an office boy? So an office boy is the guy that's supposed to, you know, print papers, get them from the printer to a person's office and all of that. But I don't, I don't know if you've ever been to, to an office in Egypt, but the office boys are usually <laughs> too busy making tea for the entire office uh, <laughs> have time to, to print papers on, and all of that. And every single office boy has their, has their special recipe. Mm. Special is tea in Egypt, they go, I want it mazbut. <laughs> Perfectly adjusted. Sure. So uh, one of the 
not the main topics of small talk at the office, but one of the topics of conversation the, that comes up pretty often is, uh, so whose tea do you prefer? And one guy's like, oh, I like, uh, I like Mazin's. I like Am. Um. <laughs> That's the gossip of work. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the gossips. Hey, I... but Yeah, that was a really embarrassing moment. But, uh, <laughs> you live mean, you're... Yeah, yeah, live and learn. But shit, the immediate reaction is just to ask this dude to go fight you coffee, dude. Like, come on, chill, chill. <laughs> Disrespectful shit. Um, Speaking of coffee. Right, so that's a segue Salim and I weren't going to capitalize on. So, hi, this is Yusuf post-recording. Um, if you've noticed the runtime on this episode, you'll notice that it's a bit longer than usual. And this being Sarah's premiere episode, we decided to break it up with a few of our favorite voice notes that she sent on the group chat. Uh, so, this first pick is hers. And it just so happens to be an impression of me, which kind of sucks. But it's a good one. So, enjoy. And we'll be right back to the podcast after this. Basically, right? Like, imagine. Okay, no, like, okay, this is not. That's not what I was saying. But, like, imagine. Okay, sort of. I don't know what I'm saying. What I'm going with this, but bear with me. Imagine, you pay rent, but you smoke weed. Imagine. Wait, I really don't know what I was. Speaking of coffee. Oh, uh, speaking of coffee, haven't you been like blowing up the whole matcha vibe recently? Oh yeah. Um, every month something takes over like 70% of my personality. <laughs> like last month I found out my grandma was Italian. So I just started. Did you be- start making fresh, fresh pasta and stuff? Yeah. Fresh pasta, Ooh. fresh pizza, everything Ooh. with pesto, like even chicken, everything. What a vibe. <laughs> and this month, like, um, I, I got like new matcha tools. Okay. And- I love matcha. Like I've I've always loved matcha. Also, it's my favorite color. Like I love green. So having a green drink that's not coffee, but you can get at Starbucks is so cool. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't get the hype. I don't get the hype. This green shit just goes with the avocado. I'm like, I'm not fucking with it. But like, right? I mean, matcha isn't too bad, but the only reason it's as big is just because it's pretty. Because it's pretty. Because it's green unsweetened matcha and that just tastes like chalk sure but makes sense even matcha is pretty good it's it's all right it's pretty food trends pretty food trends i was never a fan of uh snooze that donut on top of the coffee never a big fan of what other big like good looking food trends were there oh no no i think what you're thinking of is not just pretty food trends tell me UAE food trends. Oh yeah, UAE, UAE food trends. The hype food trends for sure, for sure. Oh my god, Snoo- it's all about snooze, salt. I haven't been to the. I haven't been in the UAE for a while, so you guys have been checking up. Like, okay, I have to get you caught up on uh, UAE food trends. So that one's been a trend for a while because ingrained in the UAE culture and UAE eating habits, uh, from the moment you're born, you learn to. <laughs> You learn to eat hot Cheetos, flaming hot Cheetos, with leban. So you just cut the pack with scissors and drop the leban in there. What? Uh, I've never I, seen that. I've never seen that. You've never had local friends. That's why. Oh, yeah, fair. Uh, so the the okay, that's a whole other topic. But the whole food scene in uh, in the UAE has been getting so much better in the past years. But we'll save that for another day. Sure. Uh, but some of the biggest food trends are basically flaming hot Cheetos. 
with Cheetos. So it started with the salt burger with just a mm. bit of crushed Cheetos. Yeah. And then it went to Cheetos and pasta. Yeah, mac and cheese. the last mac one. Was, <laughs> uh, the last Cheeto trend uh, I've seen is in, uh, if anyone lives here, Hoderiot Island, where they make ice cream with either Cheetos or Chips Aman. Oh, that sounds great, though. Uh, <laughs> that's classic of lovely stuff. When quarantine started, there was like that whole trend of like Dalgona coffee. It's like whipped coffee with like a fuck ton of sugar. Uh-huh. And so my sister was obsessed with that and it tastes disgusting. It's actually uh, repulsive. And like, it's just full of sugar and coffee. And like, I, I don't drink coffee because it gives me anxiety. But like, if you drink that shit, okay. you, will, you will feel your heart like beating through your chest because there's just like raw coffee with sugar and a bit of water whipped for like 15 minutes. And then they, like my sister would just drop it in milk and it's called Dalgona. And that was like a huge trend. I don't know why Abu Dhabi isn't pushing the coffee shops more. Cause yeah. like we have so many coffee places, like way too many. And each and every single one has like a line of cars. Like they're just lining up to get their cup of coffee and take their snap with the, with the cool, like cups and uh each every single one is different like arabica is the one where we would always go with salim and it's like it's a really cool concept i think it's korean or japanese i don't remember but it's like really clean it's nice the coffee's very good the matcha is great and then right next to it there's like this thing called rain and it's literally the same thing but it's just a different type of cup and then right next to it, there's another thing called uh, slide, or I don't remember what it's called. Oh, there's spin, there's slash. Spin, slash. <laughs> there's uh, uh, cartel. There's like so all, many. They're all exactly the same. Uh, so, you know, when a trend starts, it gets bigger. Everyone follows the trend. Every single coffee shop or the, the trendier ones are exactly the same. You walk in, it looks like an empty museum. Everything's marble. And you just have a clean marble countertop. And as you said, the cups are just different. Yeah, like they they have this one, I think it's, I don't know if it's Slash, but they sell the coffee in like a bag. So basically your latte is in a bag and it's, it's kind of, it kind of looks like the uh, oxygen things. Uh, when, when you're in a plane and the oxygen comes down and you have to put it in your, like you have to put it on your face. Okay. It looks like that. <laughs> a bag full of latte and you have to drink it that way and they have another one where it's a can oh oh wait is it a plastic bag it's a plastic bag yeah mm. eco that's a no go if, if they got on the eco wave that would probably blow up but that like as as a gimmick for uh for <laughs> coffee holy shit that, that that went way too far honestly um shit. i don't know people get way too specific about their coffees like People who start getting into drip coffees and stuff like that get way too pretentious about it. Like I think that anyone who's super anal and pretentious about their coffee, <laughs> whenever they go back home, they all low-key add some sugar to it and never talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, bro. People will look at you and go, I like my coffee black. I'm like, why? Like that's it doesn't taste good. Like it takes all the fun out of the coffee. Like imagine going to Starbucks and ordering a black coffee. Like, how boring is that? Like, you have the option to add, like, two pumps of, like, praline, 
whipped cream, yeah. chocolate cream. Uh, like you can add so many, you can add peppermint foam and like you can do this whole like fucking art drink made especially for your taste. But no, you just go to Starbucks and order a black coffee. Like that's so boring. The thing is, I've been that person that just orders a, a plain cold brew, which is based, you know what it is, right? Yeah. So what bothered me is when I saw them make it and they just put a shot or two of coffee, which takes up about, I'd say, a bit less than a tenth of the cup. Yeah. And the rest is just ice and water, nothing else. Nah, but like facts, that's how cold brew works, bro. Bro, but that got on my nerve. Might as well just make <laughs> bro no actual facts uh i think that's how cold brew works because it's like super concentrated shots of coffee or whatever that's the cold brew because it's supposed to brew overnight so it's like super highly concentrated and then you dilute it with whatever i mean one to ten i don't know about ratios or whatever i've always thought oh, starbucks is half ice anyway the whole thing's fucking ice anyway um but like not unless you ask for less ice can you uh, i don't know i think one of the, the for, one of the first times i walked into starbucks in london to get myself a coffee because I wouldn't drink coffee in the back in the day still. So I was like, can I, I was that fucking, I was that guy who was like, Oh, can I get a coffee? And then she was like, Oh, which one do you want? And I was like, uh, can I just like get a coffee? I was that fucking annoying dude who wasn't actually going to look at the menu and like be like, Oh, can I get a venti? That's like this caramel latte or whatever. I was like, Oh, well, I guess I just want coffee. You know, like what's wrong. Can't, why can't I dude? that's, <laughs> I was so annoying back in the day. Like, fuck. I actually like, in the UAE, they love, love, love this thing called Spanish latte. It's basically condensed milk with, uh, with coffee. And I've, like, I've heard of it. Yeah. But they order it wherever they go. So if you go to London right now, you go to like any fucking coffee place, they'll have Spanish latte. Or maybe they won't and they'll, this will be the first time they'll make it. But wherever they are, Saudis, Emiratis, they just go in and they go like Spanish latte. And that's it. And I actually met a friend, I met a, a girl on Bumble and uh, she works at Join the Juice here in Paris, but she's from- wait, 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 what? What? Bumble? Yeah, Bumble BFF. It's to make friends. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's, a, that's a perfect segue to go into double standards. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Bumble best friends, that's a thing? Yeah, it is, it is. Well, okay, fair enough. Is there like a Tinder that's also just for meeting people? No, I don't think so. Mm. Tell okay. us more about it, huh? <laughs> more about it, because I actually met some cool people with it, but... Oh, yeah? Okay, basically this girl works in <laughs> Juice in Paris, okay? Yeah. And she used to work at the one at, in uh, Covent. Mm. So uh, she said that like these Emiratis and like these people from the Gulf kept on coming in and asking for a Spanish Spanish latte. And at the time they didn't know what it was. So they would just make a latte and say, yeah, this is a Spanish latte. And the guys would get mad. Like they would get angry. Because it wasn't. That's not a Spanish latte. <laughs> They'd start getting. <laughs> They'd be angry because it doesn't taste the same because it's not as sweet and there's no condensed milk and stuff. They're like, you just scammed us. This is not a Spanish latte. Shout out to Arabica though that just opened in Covent Garden this year. There's an Arabica and Covent. Yeah. The same spot that you were talking about in Abu Dhabi. Same exact uh, It's it looks great. I want to go to it. When are you guys getting to Sadim? When are you getting to London someday? Hopefully one day. 
Jan- uh, June 21st. <laughs> June 21st. I mean, that's when COVID ends, inshallah. Um, but shit, man, gotta get y'all back here. Like, I remember when you, Salim, moved, when you showed up, Sarah was here right away. And it was like the immediate moving in vibe was the three. And I was like, that was great. And then y'all that- left me here. Sam was here for a couple of days. Aziz was here. Yeah, it was cool. Dude was looking for an apartment. It was a whole vibe for like a while. Y'all left me alone, man. I'm not going to lie. Kind of becoming missing it. Missing the company. But I've been, I've been alone for a while, you know. I don't mean in the apartment. I mean I've been single for a while. It's kind of been rough, <laughs> you know. Recently, Valentine's Day came on. I was kind of contemplating, you know, like what I'd been through, who I liked, what, who I didn't, you know, like what, what, what I'm actually looking for in life, you know, like, I don't know. It's kind of a AB talk segment. AB talk segment. <laughs> What's that? Well, sometimes it can get rough. <laughs> you know what you say? A bird is a bird until it stops flying. Ooh. There is a thing that says... <laughs> The diamonds in the rough are the ones that shine the brightest. Okay, okay. I'd, I'd love, I'd love some super up, uplifting lines right now. I don't mean them just for myself, honestly. Do you know? How you, you... Just get on Bumble. Elephant and Castle Girls are great. I'm sure. South- <laughs> great. Just swipe right. Hey, I mean, I would, I would, but like, I'd always considered like, what photos am I going to be putting up on my, on my Tinder or a Bumble or whatever. And oh I never God. considered having- way to your fucking Instagram. Your Instagram sucks. It bro, sucks. bro, I know, I know it does, but like, you don't have to put me on blast like that. Like, look, I think my, okay, before y- you get into just destroying my Instagram, right? <laughs> let me just justify this real quick my instagram is like it's a collection of like little moments bro like my first post probably no one cares about moments everybody what just do i give a shit face. <laughs> bro just see like... how pretty you are oh damn i okay i guess after the photo we posted today i'm totally gonna go and over overcompensate on my own instagram uh so yeah yeah you gotta gotta got filter gotta like sort through them find the best one or what i call the best one and fuck it T- today we're trying to get some clout god damn like how many posts do you have on your Instagram? You have like five. Five. And then yeah. all of them are with your friends. Absolutely. So what does that say about you? <laughs> I don't get it. What does that say about me? Like, I, I like, okay, sure. I've never posted a photo of myself because I don't, I wouldn't necessarily have had the confidence to just put my own face out there solo. Like, That's like me. Yeah. Like, it means that you're just, maybe you're ugly in real life. Man. I I think I look better in real life than I look on my socials. I mean, yeah, obviously you do, but that's not the image you project. Yeah, 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 yeah. Facts. Shit, I I think I do put myself up to be like a less look, good looking dude in real life than I am on my socials. That's not a good impression to give people. What what am I supposed to be fixing? Like, yeah, but it can only go up from there. So that's yeah, true, true, true. But like, I don't get it. What's so okay? Can it, is it supposed to like not all be just with friends or like am I supposed to? Then, I don't know what's this balance that I'm supposed to be looking for or okay. whatever. Instagram is basically your digital. Well, let's add a couple of buzzwords in there. Into <laughs> uh, <laughs> account the growth of fintech and blockchain companies mm, and mm, the whole mm. industry of you know NMTs. Mm, mm. Anyways, going back to uh, <laughs> going back to Instagram. Instagram's yep. your digital social CV. 
Yeah, that's fair. That, that makes sense to me. What's the first thing you do when you meet someone? They add you back on Instagram. So they're going to take a look at your Instagram and basically get an idea of what type of person you are. So whether it's real or not, it's either you're cool and your Instagram is going to be cool or you just got to fake it till we make it. Well, honestly, like I, I think guys who don't post too much on Instagram are cool and like mysterious. Yeah. Rather than guys that like post too much, like one post a year yeah. is too little okay one post a month is too much one then, post okay and i don't follow people who post once a week so i couldn't tell you but, like, <laughs> is that like a fuck that no way Focus on a bit of, uh, etiquette. yeah you need instagram etiquette like <laughs> you need um first of all you need like highlights story I'm, highlights highlights oh, shit. But if you have a highlight titled me, that's a yeah. red flag. For real? Flag. Yeah. For real? When I see those, I'm always like, oh, okay, here's like the part that if anyone's like interested in that person specifically, you know, not their lives or whatever, they'll be like, this is like yeah, a, a showcase. That's their own you're person. you sound bad at 2 a.m. and you're like stalking a girl and she has a highlight called me, it's like jackpot. But any other person when you're not down bad and their thing is just called me... It's <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, bro! It's not good. Sorry, I heard the jackpot, and I was like, "Oh, that sounded like way too good." Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, okay, okay, sure, definite. I've I've seen it. I see is like uh, Instagram models have the me thing or whatever. Like when I see normal people have the same type of story highlights that like big people would have, I get I get a bit tripped up. Like if you have, if you have a highlight, different cities highlights, of your highlights, like, say again, highlight of highlights. If you have a highlight titled highlights, ah, uh, definitely red, red flag. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. No, nah. you know what the red flag too? Because okay, we're talking about your Instagram, and I'm gonna talk about the polar opposite. When an Instagram is way too well put together. Yeah. Oh. Too, you're doing too much. You know what I hate is uh. When pictures have these, I don't know what they're called, presets, where it's basic, they look too professional. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what those are called, but yeah, you can like buy it's light like the packs. Same edit for every every picture, and it's oh. kind of like the same theme. Mm, yeah, like like the ed- the uh, the the theme of the edits consistent throughout all of it, and then yeah. you give it like a white okay. outline for each of them. <sighs> wow, that's how you that's how you do an Instagram feed. I'm I'm glad the whole outlines thing died out eventually right because that was like people trying way too hard to like like make it look all nice like just go with the layout they gave you you have boxes already like what are you doing going on top of it looked weird in 2015 when instagram was first like introduced to like people my age i guess Mm -hmm. i I got instagram when i was 14 something like that and all the popular girl in my in my school had like the layout where it was like it was like the white corners and then their pictures were like super good quality yeah and like i feel like i'm really thankful that died down because when i look back at like their feed it's so ugly first of all like it's it's really not nice but like i don't know like i'm so happy of like how instagram is now yeah yeah, yeah, no, I, I like how people have kind of figured out Instagram and like how to use it properly. And it's not the plus also like camera qualities are better. Picture qualities are nicer. Shit doesn't look 
overly orange saturated for some reason like that's early 2013 2014 vibes like i don't know what the fuck was up with um edits back in the day but like oversaturated as fuck everyone looked orange weird days these days at least people know what they're doing with their socials you know balance because when yeah. instagram started you could just take a take a picture of a couple domino's pizzas and nice. post uh pizza night with the boys yeah fact you could do that four hashtags cool it went from that to being trying way too hard and now it's a nice mix of both you wouldn't post domino's maybe a nice neapolitan pizza <laughs> that. Uh, Bro, I've been watching a lot of Nate Portnoy uh, pizza reviews recently, and I just love the way he fucking reviews pizzas, bro. Like, does it knock my balls off? No. But, like, 7-4? <laughs> Shout out Brooklyn, whatever. I'll fucking know what he shouts out, but, like, no, no, I, like, uh, yeah, no, no, I feel, I feel like that's not the kind of shit you could be posting on Instagram anymore. Like, you can't just post, um, bro, I don't know, like, a picture of trees. You could, you could, you could take a picture of a cat back in the day and just post your cat. Okay, I didn't want to be get way too stereotypical with the cat thing. Every, every single day you could post something different. Like, I remember a lot of like older people that I used to follow would post like their coffee art like one day and then like- Yeah. They, they would post like them watching TV and- Yeah. It was yeah. so- Like I, I had a time recently where I started unfollowing a lot of meme pages or whatever it was. And I think I said this to you guys. I was like, as soon as I did that, I realized how little actual people posted, like the people that I know. I like uh, at this point, Instagram does this thing where if I scroll through my feed and I go through the latest posts, it'll show it'll say latest post done and go straight to ads, which is pissing me off because I have spent half my time spending on Instagram scrolling through ads on my home page, like my subscriber page. Um, but yeah, no, I realized that today, like I feel like everyone's just a bit too afraid of like just posting very liberally on their Instagram. It's become like because you call it a social CV city, which I guess is a good thing. Like that's a really easy way of like putting yourself out there for a lot of people. But um i don't know uh people like uh it's it's a lot of pressure so I, I feel like a lot of people like put too much thought into it like for example aziz puts way too much thought into his captions which i'm not gonna say he spends too i'm not just so he doesn't hear this and get pissed i'm not gonna say he spends like too much time on them because he like comes up with them fast enough but he puts too much thought into his captions like a cup of joe feed joey in the hoe like that's one of them that he did and like you 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 can feel the overthinking going on in his brain you're like take it easy bro like it's a guy it's you drinking a cup of coffee take it like it's cool bro you don't have to go overboard with it so i feel like yeah there's been like a high highly selective type of posting recently and i kind i'd love to break that me being the guy who only posts once on average once every three years or something um i'd love to like break that i'd like to break that and post shit regularly and have it still be good posts but kind of want to take away the whole thing well, so i don't know is that does that go against etiquette if all of a sudden i start going back to the old instagram vibes the whole this is my daily feed type of vibe it does that go against today's instagram etiquette are people not going to fuck with me no just easier way into it yeah, yeah sure build no, a following <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah sure post a photo i will post this photo at the end of this podcast or no right now I, I will post it now I post something i get like super anxious and like i can't think straight for like two days until all the likes are done and i don't know why it makes me so nervous to post you get you get likes for a full two days yeah <laughs> damn that must be nice <laughs> i don't get but, even that many likes i get like 200 likes it's nothing 
damn, that's like, that's twice as more, that's twice as many as I've, I've ever had, man. Shit's about to change. But um, I, I do want to ask you guys, because I, I don't post often, so I don't get this feeling very often. And I think last episode, I talked about social media not being a big affecting thing on my mental health or whatever. But when you guys post a photo, like, are you the type of people who will walk away from your phone and like, and, and not, I don't mean it like walk away from your phone and like leave it aside and don't think about it. I mean, are you able to just post it and not think about it? Like, are you, if you see all the notifications rolling in, are you able to like not go and check how many likes it has or not be too focused on that? Can you just leave it for like a day? Just talking about this today. And uh, I know we do it differently because I mentioned the whole rush of uh, when you post a picture, I like mm-hmm. the leave my phone right next to me and lock it, keep it on lock screen and just see the light flash uh, from all the notifications. And I like racking them up. Opening the phone at the end of the day with the satisfaction. Of, everything I'm saying is something that they would use in a movie like The Social Dilemma to say how Instagram ruined us. But sure. I like the rush. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I wasn't a guy who thought who believed in the rush or anything. But then, like, when I post a photo and I see, like, whatever it is, like, if I get the first 15 likes, I'm like, yo, like, this people liking my shit. Like, it doesn't matter however many it is. It's like, it still does something to you. Um, what about you, Sarah? I think there's a difference between posting for validation and posting because you actually just like sharing. And you can tell the difference between people who, like, post for validation. It's basically just probably an over-edited selfie of themselves and like way too zoomed in and they post like once every two weeks and stuff just when just to get that ego boost sure and people who just they like sharing i have a friend her name is angel you can cut that out if you want (laughs) okay sure her friend who um used to post strictly for validation but now she posts pretty much just for like blog type of vibes because she likes posting and it's great i really like that because you can tell that she doesn't need the validation she just actually just likes instagram and she it's like her hobby basically and i know it's say that your hobby is instagram but it's like people who say their hobby is watching tv i think that like what's what's the problem with that exactly like i think instagram is a valid hobby if you curate it if you do the effort to like make good content i think it's like a good like gratifying hobby that's a really good take because yeah. I mean, no one likes to admit that yeah, yeah i mean obviously it sucks that you're like your hobby is social media but if you're not actually posting for validation like if you're not like constantly looking for the comments and like for the likes and everything i think it's a good like hobby i guess because like i i take so much like time and care to like because i post a lot on my stories mm-hmm. i make sure they look good and stuff and i I take like I pay attention, but I never look at who looked at my story or like who unfollowed me and who liked my picture and whatever. So I have the perfect uh, segment to plug my Instagram. So uh, <laughs> this is the perfect opportunity for all of you guys to to open my Instagram and uh, hear Sarah rate rate it and tell us what she thinks about it. <laughs> Wait, I want to pull up your Instagram and see how good this thing is. Actually, where's my phone? No, you have to rate, like, Yousef's first, obviously. Just 
to show you a good Instagram and a bad Instagram, I could just show you two brothers, one who has a good Instagram <laughs> and one who has a bad Instagram, Yusef. And okay. they're equally as good looking. Like they're not at all like. I mean, I, I, I'd say Sadiq is the better looking sibling. I mean, if that's just me. Got to hype my guy up right here. Come on. Yeah, I didn't want to sound biased. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are, but <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> okay, wait, I got I got five posts in here. So this this has to be quick enough to do. I'm going to start with Sidim and me. Like, first picks, the both of us, bro. Two brothers. This was right before I went to London. I Nothing I said, wrong with this picture except for your face expressions. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's, that's... Also, you're wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt. Bro, it was totally fine. This was top shop, top quality stuff. What are you talking about? No, apparently no. top top uh, this top man apparently top shop's going out of business by the way i think it's out of business like oh shit is. damn that's uh i kind of don't care okay uh picture number two any any gotta go it's that one yeah this one needs to go oh so, shit. actually, actually damn. i think it's gotta, it's gotta be there for character development because the last right. one is yusuf and i get to see the glow up it's okay see it's this, th- this is a thing that i have character <laughs> No, no, delete it. <laughs> Damn, bro. Okay, no, see, this is a thing that I have. I, I've once deleted a photo. I've once deleted a photo off my Instagram. And like, I, I, like, I don't like the fact that I did because like I put it up there and like I, I wanted to own it, right? I knew you were going to say that. I... <laughs> what? Uh, I, I wanted to own it? First of all, delete a part of your stuff. If you posted it one day. Bro, that's so not where I'm going with this, okay? I'm just saying I put these photos up. (laughs) When I was in London, Uh I told Yusef to get into modeling because he has the body, he has the face, he has the whole, like, vibe of getting into modeling. And he told me I can't because I like to be in control of my image. Yes. And just look at his fucking yeah. Instagram. Okay, it fucking sucks. When he has control over his image, he's ugly. <laughs> okay, that's a fair take. I'd like to get me like a... What's the voice? I'm going. Look, so so one thing is you can do the whole showing the before to show the glow up. But you have to show the glow up. You can't show the before. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's true. But right now, like, I'm I'm kind of opposed to like taking some photos down or whatever. Because, like, around. now I'll, I'll show the glow up. So now you'll get, like, five. When, uh, when Sarah told you to take care of Instagram, I was like, okay, dip your toes into the water. Start by changing your profile picture because I don't remember what it was, but it was ass. Right. It, it was my old fo- Facebook photo. It's still my Facebook photo. It was, but, like, yeah. a tour or something. It was, like. Uh, it, it was it was sales oh. night. Like, you couldn't really see what it was, but it was a photo yeah, of the two of us down some away. steps. Yeah. <laughs> It was old it's shit. like an uncle's Instagram, like your old uncle from <laughs> like that would be his Instagram to like stalk you and talk to talk to about you to like his kids. Does my Instagram give off boomer energy? Yeah. No. When you had that, when you had that uh, <laughs> profile picture, it was definitely boomer energy. <laughs> the fucking ratio like you had at that time, I think you had like 284 followers and you followed 500 people. Bro, eat shit. I never followed 500. Fuck, fuck you and my ratio, bro. Why are you this is my ratio? Bro, imagine, okay, imagine Serge, Serge, whose Instagram is amazing, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, great, yeah. Instagram. great Instagram, for sure. Sounds Some like girl is like, okay, he was great on this Instagram. Look at his friend. His friend is hot. Okay, let's go on his Instagram. And then he sees this picture of Serge looking like 
an absolute fucking what does he even look like sales in this picture bro like so you're saying i'm not doing sales any favors i should take this down you're not you're absolutely <laughs> he looks no. like you know those cheese cheese sticks that you like peel like you know those peel oh my peel? god <laughs> what are those called <laughs> bro only question i have does the eyebrow raise have to come with the pictures or are we talking about are we talking about me right now <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about you. Oh, okay, okay. I, I can't, I can't really explain what it is exactly, but it's not an eyebrow raise. It's more of a. I like to call it the light skin awareness month face because you're just doing a light skin face, like raising <laughs> your lip and raise. Ahead of the game, though. Ahead of the game. Ahead, yeah, true. Yeah, you're still stuck in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> and the last picture is the type of content we we want more of. La last picture is good, right? Last the last picture is great. Yeah, okay, okay, like let's go. If this is the type of content we're looking for, I got it. Like, I got it. So we're posting. Yeah, yeah. I was, to I'm, I was so uh, dedicated. I think Aziz and I brought this idea up that at the end of COVID, I'm dedicating uh, like an Instagram post to like the people who got me through COVID. And I told them that 100% the last, the last person on that gallery is going to be myself. Because self-love and positivity, fuck. One person got me through this shit, bro. It's me. So I'm totally blowing myself up with like a massively good pick at the end of that gallery at the end of COVID. Um, but yeah, I want to switch this thing up, bro. I want to get 200 likes on a post. That's my next goal socially. 200 likes is what I'm going for. Dude, you never hit the 200? I never hit the 200, bro. I did. I never hit the, bro. My most liked post has 102 likes. Which is fucking dope. I love that. That's that hundred. Finally hit that. I don't know. Social media. I, I talk about it like it doesn't really affect me. But of course, I'm fucking pissed about these numbers, man. Like, I wish I was bigger on the socials. I wish I was good on the socials. Like, I wish people followed me and wouldn't unfollow me as, you know, like, follow me, get a follow and then unfollow me unfollow me because they didn't like my post or my story or my content or whatever. I I, I'd like to be good at the socials. No, people just unfollow you because you haven't been active for years, though. Nah, 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 fam. Trust. I'm calling out no one at all, but put up that podcast story once or twice. Lost a couple followers because of it. I'm just Damn, saying, bro. Hey, taking hits, taking hits, but they can't take us down, homie. I feel like next time we should name names. All the people that unfollowed because... <laughs> soon. I think have soon. To, like, drop the names. Yeah, people are getting blasted soon enough, but... Not yet, not yet. I want to get on Sadim's Instagram because, like, okay, now I want to take. I got, I got like the criticism, the constructive criticism. I want to get some pointers. I want to, I want to look at who I, what kind of profile I aspire to. Because <laughs> you said you were, you were feeling alone and stuff. Just saying, like, a girl is obviously when she gets to know you, she's gonna want to show her friends, like, oh, I'm talking to this guy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing she's gonna do is send show me the Insta. And then you don't want to be that guy where the girl has to say, um, he looks, he looks he better in real life. Better in real life. Uh, I and the girls think it's cap, bro. Yeah, I, I know they definitely think it's cap. Cause like when a, when a guy friend of mine looks at me and goes, she looks better in real life. I'm, I look at him like cap, bro. Like, I don't believe that even though like, I definitely say that about people. I, that's definitely double standards for sure. Cause like, I don't believe anyone who says it, but yeah, no, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the, he looks better IRL guy. So we got we got to start flexing some stuff because Sadim, personally, I'm a huge fan of uh, of your Instagram. I even, Sadim's I even... Instagram is perfect. I'll give you reasons for that. His mom, he has a picture with his mom. Okay. <laughs> uh, our our mother. With yeah, with your your mom. Okay. 
Yeah, big family. Move, right? big, yeah, like a picture with your mom is like, oh, I treat my mom like I'm so proud of my mom that I posted her on Insta, and if you're my girl, like I'll post you on Insta because like Facts. I treat my mom and I treat my girl like the best way possible. So um, that's mm, mm. <laughs> another thing is uh, he has a picture at the one and only Royal Mirage, so it gives like the idea that oh he can afford to go to the to the one and only royal mirage and what am i looking for what's this one and only royal mirage it's like, oh i found it dubai ah okay okay yeah. it's mirage. like perfect yeah exactly it's what like a great like luxury like the subtle luxury. subtle subtle it's like if you know you know uh-huh and it's a great picture Another one that he has that's great is one with a girl, a girl, I don't know her. And um, as someone who like looked through Salim's Instagram before dating him, like I didn't know if he was dating this girl. So it adds uh-huh. a little bit of mystery. It adds a little bit of drama, a little bit of spice. So it's a good, it's a good post. Also diversity with Muhammad and the dish dash. Like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nice and cleaned up in a nice little shirt. You get the the fall vibes. You sitting down in the leaves. You get the high in the mountains. You get the beach. Bro, classic. This is good content. <laughs> exactly. Perfect Instagram. Damn. Damn. Okay, okay. I guess I just got inspired to try and get that off. And then the one that I really like as well is Serge's Instagram. It's great. Like he, you can tell that he knows how to have fun. Um, just also, it's kind of like Salim's. Like there's pictures with like a bunch of girls, and you're like, oh my god, is he dating these girls? And like it makes you more interested because there's a little bit of like mystery. Yeah. Also, like the pictures are nice. They're edited. Like you can tell that he does effort. So I would rate his Instagram like a nine out of ten. Also, his caption is fire. His caption game is, is strong. Is, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> But I would rate your Instagram maybe like a, like a, maybe a two out of ten. Like I, I, uh, <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Only only way is up, I guess. Down. Yeah, the one picture away from going all the way from a two to a four and a half. The thing is, like, uh, I at this point I know what picture I'm posting. I just don't know what to ca- what to caption it yet. I'm sure you'll come up with something. Bro, yeah. no, no, dude, I'm not gonna go ask Aziz for a caption, bro. He's gonna give me something that's like way too extra with it, you know? Like, like, it's for real. Like the picture that I have is just me sitting down, and like I know he's gonna come up with like way too much of it. Yeah, like, but you have to overcompensate for four years of absence. Bro, I was good. I was just gonna caption it. No, no, nah, that's lame. That's too. That's too self-aware. You can't be so. Can you be self-aware with your posts? Be like uh, overcompensating for four oh. years, four years of lacking, whatever. Fuck, no, no, finish no, that no, sentence. No, you can't, right? Like, you gotta you got sell it, right? He's gotta sure. own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Gotta figure that out. Caption, I feel like captioning is a whole different game as well. Like, that pe- some people suck at, by the way. Like, I, you can't underestimate how good a good caption is or how bad a bad caption is. And, like, when you see that bad... When you see a bad one on a good pick, especially, you're like, well, shame. caption that's written in those, like... You know when those, like, weird fonts on apple like the uh yeah yeah, yeah. The, like cursive type of uh, italic yeah. looking. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are horrible. Any Lana Del Rey lyric. <gasps> is- God, oh, my God. No, no. I, I know exactly how what I'm captioning this next photo. I'm, I'm going to do a real. Huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's usually girls, but some guys do that, too. Oh, uh, if a caption ends or starts with a rose, you already know the type of vibe it is. <laughs> it's the Lana Del Rey, Amy Winehouse. Yeah. I listen to the neighborhood sweater weather daddy issues type of... <laughs> Yeah, the rose emoji and the cherry and the chain emoji as well. Chain emojis? Are these red flags? Yeah, those are red flags. Also putting like in your caption as like like the airport, uh, like DXB and... um, Oh, okay, okay. I have have to ask you guys about this bios, bios, because I've never had one, right? And obviously everyone goes straight for... Bio bio game has to be good. I consider that to be like one of the most important things. Because like, okay, one thing that I don't think you got... Anyone besides me feels when they go on my Instagram account is that like... Okay, you can't see this. But like when I'm on my phone, I have this bit that goes like add highlights or whatever and stuff. (laughs) So I like scroll through my account, you feel? So it feels, it looks like way bigger than it actually is. Um, oh, yeah, let's, okay, I'm not gonna add onto that. It, yeah, it looks way bigger than it actually is. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's like, it feels way emptier. God damn it, man. This Instagram is just. I think a bio is not that important. Like obviously it's very noticeable if you add like your whole life story on it, like entrepreneur, um business school module just back while like nah just keep oh. it short keep it tidy like nobody wants to know about your life story they just want to see what you look like that's why they're on instagram if they wanted to know like about your personality they would talk to you so fair fair um do you guys think with okay yeah do you guys think with like social media being such a big thing do you guys think it's like uh, a, a normal enough thing to just start texting someone out of the blue someone you've never met before just to start talking to them like as if as if i'd walk as if i'd run into you on the street or met you at a party in that same way that now you have the chance for a social interaction do you think it's normal for people to just out of the blue text you to just talk to meet you no i I, right right slightly like i don't want to call i don't want to i don't want to go against it obviously because like that just means that anyone you know that sounds mean because people come text you that's nice enough already but i just mean like if you don't already have the backing of you've already met i don't think you can just you get to just create that um as easily as like social media gives you the opportunity to i don't think that's I don't think people should be allowed to. Has this ever happened? I feel like I, I've never been in a such situation. I, I I have no clue how that will work. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I've actually talked to that I don't know, like just off of social media, is because of Twitter. Sure. And I met some people from Twitter. Oh my days! Okay, tell us a bit about Egyptian Twitter. <laughs> tell us about Egyptian Twitter, man. I don't know how I got on to Egyptian Twitter. I just have a few Egyptian friends. A few? Sarah, I, I actually, I can't downplay this. I feel like you have too many Egyptian friends. <laughs> like, I, it's, 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 it's weird. I don't have that many Egyptian friends, which is very Egyptian of me. But um, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, your Egyptian Twitter thing has been dope. And, and I remember that one time where you put me up on your Twitter, trying to see if I was going to blow up, which I don't think I did. 
You did, but I deleted it because I was scared that they were going to give you the evil eye. The evil, oh, okay, thanks. I appreciate it. Bless, bless. Looking out for the homies, for sure, for sure. But <laughs> you did, I think you got 20 likes in like 15 minutes, which is Let's go, let's go. That's, that's good stats, right? That's very good stats. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> also, wait, I just wanted to say, I'm going to shout out a stat real quick. Uh, thousand downloads thank you you know like uh it's we it's not i'm not gonna it's not a flex obviously it's not a fucking flex who knows what this stat even means in a scale of anything it's the only metric that we have right so a thousand of anything sounds pretty fucking cool um so yeah thank you thank you so much for listening a thousand downloads is like is just a number we've been chasing for a while now so yeah i just wanted to drop that as a fucking thank you followers on the same day so that was a that was a good day 200 followers too yeah it was a good day man this podcast like yeah you feel you feel a bit of the appreciation and like 1k gang for sure but like now i need to overcompensate for for that pick sorry i interrupted but i just wanted to slip that in there i don't know how i got onto egyptian twitter mm-hmm. i actually met my my best friend who is egyptian the first day of uni and she introduced me to a lot of like her friends who are egyptian and then i followed her on twitter and i followed like some of her friends on twitter as well and i just ended up on egyptian twitter and like i didn't know how it worked i didn't know how twitter worked so i just followed back everybody who followed me and yep. that was a bad idea uh then i just ended up with like some of the worst content ever but sometimes you find some gems on egyptian twitter like you find that guy who like flirts with girls in the weirdest way possible i think i sent you the voice notes Oh, oh, the voice note guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that was Egyptian. I mean, you got that off of Twitter. But yeah, no, that's gold. Um, Whoever that guy was, the hell is like, goes from, <laughs> uh, let's maybe smoke up a bit and, you know, maybe grab a coffee and you never know, maybe end up grabbing dinner, steak, uh, shrimp, sushi. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, some Egyptian guys are handsome. But I don't know why they just, it let it like, it gets to their head and it just becomes cringe. Wait, wait, wait. Do you mean it gets to their head and then they start overplaying it? Yeah. Like that guy, Shaklik Halwa Nahar, like that, that video. Okay. Oh, shit, I remember that video. <laughs> What's his name again? on TikTok. Go follow him. He makes great content. Sarah, you told me this yesterday and I thought it was insanely accurate. Yusuf. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know which one you're going to say. It's going to sound pretty mean, but fuck it. I'll just... Um, go, go. Trust. Salah told me it's always the... <laughs> it's always the ugliest Egyptian guys that refer to themselves as uh, son of pharaohs. Facts. <laughs> Facts, bro. Facts. We even... <laughs> Facts. Good-looking Egyptian dudes aren't going to start spitting pharaoh lines. Like, nah. There's, we're not using that historic shit to back it up, but no, no, no. What's it, son of Pharaoh, bro? What? No. Nah. There's a hundred million Egyptians, so there's bound to be at least a few good-looking guys. Sure. But ratio. The rest, the rest are sons of pharaohs. That's all I gotta say. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Or there's these. There's also nu- Nubian king. Like Nubian King, King. Of, there's Nubian but King. Nubian, Nubian King isn't Egyptian vibes, is it? No, it, it is. It is like, Nubian. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. 
But yeah, Egyptian Twitter is great sometimes, but I'm glad I'm off it because sometimes it would get quite toxic. Wait, what do you mean you're off it? As in you're like not following the same shit anyway? I unfollowed a lot of people because um, there was this like, uh, there was this, it's way off topic and it's not even interesting, but okay this like uh week on twitter where the uh authorities the authorities were like tracking what people were saying in egypt and so uh, all the like gay egyptians got off twitter because they didn't want to be exposed so it was just a bunch of like homophobic basically people on my feed so okay. i just followed all these people and like blocked them so then i ended yeah. up with like no more egyptians which is great <laughs> and um now I only have like a, a really cool people, like mutuals that I like actually talk to on like the regular. And I met a few of them on, in real life, including like one of the biggest fans of this podcast, um, Milkshake Extravaganza. Oh on, yeah, true. On Twitter. Oh so, yeah. Shout outs. Shout outs. OG Stan. I mean, no discounting that. Also, wait, okay. Actually, I, I don't know how long we've been going, but I do know that like, I have stuff that I want to ask Salah here. I mean, obviously, like stuff that we want to, you know, put out there information that people who've been listening this entire time don't know. They haven't known you until now, obviously. Um, but I mean, yeah, been here since day one, right? And by that, I mean, I, I don't know what, how far we're, day, day one podcast, right? Before this was even, I was on this or any guests were on this or whatever when Aziz was just doing this solo. The one person like was like, yo, get off your ass and do this thing or like actually said this to him and he listened which i feel like that's bias but yeah was you was you so i mean there's like you've been in this the whole time you've been editing our stuff you've been basically social media manager for like this entire time you've been a part of this this entire time and like obviously we wanted to put you out here and shout you out but give you the, the fucking credit you deserved um but having you on here and having people like um because out of the four people who were like direct involvement in the podcast or at least the the group chat that we have three of us have been on and so we needed to understand like the last voice of this podcast you know like today we were on this group chat for like four hours you guys sent way like when you guys get heated on the group chat you guys go in right and so like i really believe that with these conversations that we have on the podcast contribute to the general vibe that aziz and i have when we're on it and so i just felt like it was definitely fucking also, in celebration of, uh, is it Women's History Month? Oh, so, God. obviously, shout out Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman. And- <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is where it's at. The least woke way to introduce, I mean, the first time we get we get a chick on the podcast is, is the least woke way to do it. But, you know, timing's perfect. So, I had to. But, yeah, no, I, I just wanted to, to shout out the great stuff you've been doing this entire time. And I'll also fucking obviously give you the not not you know what i, I I'll, I'll address this real quick I, w- I was about to say give you the chance to like put yourself out there and whatever and obviously i don't have to give you the chance for anything right getting you on this podcast wasn't a question of ever giving you the permission to be on this podcast or whatever it was just a matter of when it was gonna happen right and i just wanted to say that fucking obviously this was bound to happen because jokes bro so yeah that's that's where i'm gonna shut up for a bit I just wanted to put that out there, Ben. What did you want to ask? Shit, (laughs) questions, questions. I realized I do that. Yeah, oh, that's the, oh, that's totally, oh, don't, oh, I'm so going to get roasted for this. Oh, (laughs) shit. 
that's the kind of like, oh, dude, how was your day at work? Because like mine was terrible. And like I spent six hours in front of this cashier and whatever. And he doesn't actually ever ask you the question that he asked you. But yeah, the question I want to ask you, okay, is... Like, what the fuck did you say to that guy? Like, I, I, I talked to him about the podcast for years. I know, I know for a fact that he's, to- spo- he's talked about the podcast to other people before, and they've definitely encouraged him to do it before. What the fuck did you say to him? I think it's because I didn't know him, like, personally until I went to London in, in uh, was it October? October. Yeah, until until then, I I only had met him once, and I roasted him the whole time. So, yeah, I remember. <laughs> shit, yeah, actually, that was some quality. I remember that was like some OG shit. Yo, actually, take yeah. out of this guy. Um, so yeah, wait, wait, wait. So, so you just think you think because like you you didn't necessarily really know him. Yeah, I could okay as like a objective type of thing. Yeah, I couldn't have been like biased and be mm-hmm. like dude, like, you're so cool. Do a podcast. Like, no, I was actually just like, bro, you never shut the fuck up. Why don't you just record yourself, get it all out and upload it so then people can listen to it. <laughs> Sounded about right. Like, wasting everybody's time. And he actually did. And it was quality content. Like, he did, he did actually, like, five episodes on his own, which were really cool. Um, there was one with Hageg, I think, as well. Yeah. And that one was great. I don't know what happened in the one that... <laughs> And the one that they uploaded and the actual I think the original one's still up. I mean, if anyone wants to listen to it, still that one's great. It was really funny. Um and like he he did like some really good, like he had good takes, uh a little bit less uh like I don't know, like a little bit less structure, but it was great and I really liked it and I made my friends listen to it and they really liked it as well. So he got the confidence to actually start it. So it's great. Yeah, well, I mean, I wanted to thank you, obviously. Just, you know, pushing a friend to do a thing that he wanted to do. That's always nice to see in the first place. Also, thank you, because I get some direct involvement in this. So I get something to do every week. So that's cool. And also, this has been a lot of fun the entire time. So it's, it's, it's cool that that actually fucking worked. I was always surprised. Like, when he actually did it that first time, I was so shocked that he actually did. And then he said, like, Oh, yeah, I mean, I just talked to Sarah about it, and then she said, do it. And I guess I did it. I was like, okay, I don't know what my friendship's worth, but sure, bro, good for you. Yeah, I mean, I remember we had a conversation. It was like, what do you have to lose? Like, you will literally just talk to yourself for an hour, and it's going to be difficult at first, but you're going to get used to it, and it's going to be great, and, like, people are actually going to like this shit because it just mm. sounds like it sounds like a, a bit of a niche tmg podcast like if you're from abu dhabi and you listen to this and you're like shit like i relate yeah yeah, yeah. like early days number nine uh comedy in the U- comedy podcast in the uae like that <laughs> that's the kind of shit ozzy's wanted to like get <laughs> city i'm sorry oh i just said it's closer to home so that's yeah, the most but yeah see yeah, I don't know. It's like it's it's dope that we're actually doing this at this point. Which I still I'm saying the shame that the guy's not on the episode, but shame for him. Okay, we're overindulging in this. Overindulging in what the episode? 
this conversation. Why, bro? I, I, I'm, I'm having. I'm not gonna lie, guys. Moi, juste de base, I'd like to apologize. Like, I'm, I'm feeling. I'm not having the same bag of tricks today. to put that out there. But saying, wait, wait, wait. you still got things, things you wanna go on. I want to take a big left turn and talk about something that has nothing to do with the past hour. Sure. Uh, so this is my first year at university and I've been trying to get involved with societies, uh, associations, all of that type of community, uh, on-campus community. Yeah. And you probably can relate to this. I don't know about you, Sarah, but probably as well. Is it just me or the people overindulge but to an insane level when it comes to their job titles in their uh, in their societies for example say you start a i don't know fucking uh fintech uh young entrepreneur society sure bro people just give themselves the liberty of (laughs) (laughs) you just pick whatever title sounds best on a cv like obviously finance chief financial officer yeah for sure well, Executive like if you give them five, you give them five pounds for an event, you can just write investor on LinkedIn and you're yeah, yeah. Like I'm pretty sure at some point I did, um, I sold some tickets for like a, a art show when we were doing our senior year to raise money for prom. Right. And I was like doing a bit of the marketing or whatever. CV immediately says, head of marketing grip to raise whatever however much money and whatever bro like immediately that's the first thing you go for it's just overblow all your titles man by the way not to tickle your ego but that phrase on the kermes thing that you wrote on your on your linkedin i copied it like copy pasted it onto my for onto real? <laughs> <laughs> did you do the same shit i did the same shit so i, I copy pasted it on mine <laughs> let's go Let's go legacy shit. Um, but yeah, no, you, you, you know that you, so you did that job. You know that that definitely wasn't like a head of marketing job or anything. That was just like, yo, dude, go sell some tickets or whatever. Like high school it, shit. It was just like five-year-old kids coming to you, giving you a ticket and be like, okay, do the thing now. And it's fine. Gilmes, <laughs> man. <laughs> I miss high school. I'm not going to lie. Like you guys have been out of high school for what? Two years now? I don't miss that. I, I, I like don't miss actually being in high school, but like I've been reminiscing so much about high school recently. Like, and Aziz keeps telling every time I say that thing about, oh, we reminisce too much, he says this thing, right? And right now, this Aziz being fate deep. He goes, apparently, um, when you're uh, in a, at a stage in your life where you think you're, when you're doubting, you're afraid, you're afraid of the next step that you're going to be taken, you think back to the last time you felt safe or whatever, like a period in your life, a, uh, moment that felt safe generally so apparently that's why i've been reminiscing or whatever you know but yeah no i kind of it makes sense to me it makes sense back in high school they go oh remember back in the days where everything was so simple we just had to worry about going to class uh but one of the things i miss the most about high school is uh the idea of having the 15 minute break the hour break and the 15 minute break at the end of the day yeah where everyone's there at the same place because you go to uni, campuses are huge. You get a break, people are going to fuck off to, to Pret or Starbucks or wherever they go with their group of friends. 
but you're never going to be in the same area with just everyone around the people you like the people you don't the people you've never talked to is that a good use of impression or not yeah that was really good i was gonna say <laughs> like right now there was another line that sarah said earlier in this i think she said something like um this was about the Spanish, uh, what was it called? Spanish latte or whatever? Spanish latte, yeah. Uh, I mean, apparently you can go up to a coffee shop. I mean, you can ask for a Spanish latte. Maybe they have it, like they have it, or maybe they don't. They're making it for the first time. I was just like, that's such a coverall thing that I would say, like the movies I've seen and the movies I've never seen before. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, I, like it's it's dope having both of you here, which I'm so not going to like be asked to just ask you to do it like Dance Monkey. But you are like the two people that have consistently like done impressions of me recently, and they've been more killer than anything I've heard. The thing is, I've been impersonating you since like December 2019. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Since, like, oh, that is what, time. yeah, that's the first time we met, I think. Um, was it that? I Okay, the thing is, I didn't notice how easy it was to do until you guys started doing it. So you've been going through some different phases. And when she met you in 2019, you were going through the whole, most of my friends are Lebanese phase. So yeah, your go-tos were Saraha. Saraha. Malad. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, but now. And like, now you sound like you listen to too much impulsive. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I, I think I'm going to start getting on Rogan soon enough. Um, and oh. I think I, I'm going to sound like, uh, yeah, I'm going to start talking about DMT or whatever, you know. Apparently, or that's the thing that he talks about. Elk me on a wooden... Uh, <laughs> elk me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, need to, I need to start listening to some Rogan so I understand, like, I get the memes, basically, because I really don't. Um... It's a whole rabbit, bro. <laughs> it's a what? It's a rabbit hole. Like, once you start watching Rogan clips... Eventually, you end up to Jordan Peterson clips, and then oh. escalates ah. Ben Shapiro, and then you yeah. just are in like this weird like phase <laughs> of your life, and you're like, "Shit, I need to stop watching Joe Rogan," because it always leads to that. Like, I don't know why the YouTube algorithm is like this, but it always leads to that, which tells you what the main audience is. It's just like white dads, mid America. Yeah, sure. Actually, no, I think the audience is more. I'm, uh, I'm. 17 to 18 I kind of suck at school so uh instead of just saying okay I'm having a hard time I go out of my way and call out school uh and how bullshit of a system it is and use Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro as your main source of your main backing yeah 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 the 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 uh, what i what i love about the okay rogan pearson shapiro i'm not putting all three of those together but uh two of them and joe rogan stands alone but like um joe rogan i think one uh, one of the things i heard about him one of the cool things is that like he does the whole open platform he'll get a guest on and talk for like three four hours like he would do that if you wanted to you know like there's probably episodes out there that do that are the lengths of like hour three hours long or whatever um, yeah. And then you look at people like Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, guys who also have like big long form open platform type things, you know, like big let's contemplate things for an hour and a half. And Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro totally have that and they're good with their words. So they're definitely convincing in their arguments, but like half the time they're not arguing the right points. Not as in they're not arguing the right points. They're not arguing the points you ask him questions about. So, yeah, Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro are like two of the 
I'm not going to call them bullshit artists, man. But like, uh, check your sources. Check your sources. Really look at the, what they're saying. You know, actually listen for a second here. A dangerous combination is a guy. Let's I'll just put together this archetype. A guy whose main source of information, media, education, entertainment, everything is a mix of Jordan Peterson, Ben yeah. Shapiro, Joe Rogan, mm. with a bit of Gary Vee. Sure. A little a bit, bit of Alex Jones. A little yeah. bit of Alex Jones. <laughs> just a hint, a hint of crazy. Just a <laughs> dash. <laughs> just a yeah. uh, I was going to say Ty Lopez, but I feel like he's been... Uh, no, nah, Ty, Ty, Ty Lopez was never a... Ty Lopez is chill vibe. Yeah, he's two chill vibes. Like, am I gross? Those guys are dangerous. A weird combination. Like, I, I immediately, as soon as someone says the Jordan Peterson thing, that's that's a red flag for me, for sure. That's a like, big that, Like, someone says Jordan Peterson, I'm like, one, I'm so not ready to sit down and ask you why you love the guy so much because I, you know what? I'm probably not equipped to because you already know how to have this conversation. And you're, you're going to fucking play it off. Like you know people, like, you know how sometimes you argue with yourself in the shower? Like, yeah. you know, people take big showers that take, like, three hours. They're yeah. just arguing with themselves in the shower. Like, if I meet someone and he asks me, like, why do I like Ben Shapiro or, like, Jordan Peterson? I know exactly what I'm going to say. Easy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah for already- sure, for sure. They've rehearsed every single possible scenario of a question that could come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, default position for Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro fans is defensive. That's the default position for these guys. (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter if they're actually arguing points or if they're arguing themselves. They're (laughs) defensive. It doesn't matter what the fuck they're talking about. So, yeah, they've definitely practiced it. Like, they know them liking Jordan Peterson is a thing that they're going to have to defend in the next week. So they're ready for it. Trust me. I'm so not having that conversation. And such a bad take. Huh? Uh, that might make it in the podcast. That might not, but that's what Euro Pussy does to motherfucker. <laughs> Bro, I I do feel you. Like, um, I don't like the Ben Shapiro. Okay, especially Ben Shapiro. Like Ben Shapiro is kind of like. I, I don't know what he's, he probably has a family and whatever, but like, yeah, poster boy for virgins, bro. Like Ben Shapiro, definitely like nerd, like, like Ben Shapiro's a fucking nerd. And like, I keep saying this to Aziz, I fuck with geeks. I fuck with guys who are into anime or whatever. Like I've been into it, my decent share of nerdy shit before, but like nerds, nah, bro. Nah, ben <laughs> Sh- and Ben Shapiro is one of those real nerds. Like, so I've, I've never fucked with him before. Yeah, oh no. I, I was watching. Okay, yeah, I was watching Impulse. I was watching Logan Paul's second Pokemon pack card pack opening. Um, what was I saying just before that? Fuck, I forgot my point. About Ben Shapiro? Oh, right. Say again, Saha? He said nerdy shit. Right, nerdy shit, right. So I basically, um, yeah, no, there's like one card that they just used to refer to as like the Ben Shapiro. And yeah, they call him a fucking nerd because that's what that guy is, man. So yeah, fucking defensive position. So yeah, dude, what zero pussy does to a motherfucker, like for sure. What are you talking about? Like Ben Shapiro? Most of his sentences starts with, so actually. (laughs) Bro, like I'd love to come up with another one that's like not as stereotypical as so actually, but like, yes, like that is the speech this guy gives. Theoretically, if you were to, Theoretically, <laughs> we're to perverse the idea of sex. Well, theoretically, it's not wrong, but it's right. And that's how he sounds. 
Bro, and see, people would be like, facts, facts, bro. That's reason right there. A equals B, B equals C, mm, A equals C. Sure, bro. For sure, facts. People yeah, like, can't a fucking think. girl is not going to know the difference between him and, like, I don't know, like, a 14-year-old can easily be impressed. So, like, if they start watching Joe Rogan and they fall down this, like, alt-right rabbit hole, they're never getting out. They're never Wait, is- is, does Joe Rogan like delve into the alt-right rabbit hole or is it because he brings on guests who will like and he'll and he's a very accommodating host who will like you know I'll make it how it started because I I didn't go down this rabbit hole but I saw the way the algorithm worked mm. so basically it started with Bill Burr okay legend a clip of Bill Burr and Joe Rogan talking about um uh what's it called uh beauty standards okay so it was kind of a controversial take so then I'm like shit, this shit is juicy. Let's go see another Joe Rogan clip because it was the first time I was, it was my first time watching Joe Rogan. Mm. So I go and I check another clip and it's like Joe Rogan and um, some weird guy with a weird voice talking about uh, like Kim Kardashian, plastic surgery, these type of things, okay? So then you click on more clips, more clips, and eventually you get to the most controversial takes. And so you have like Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, you have like... You have them arguing against feminism. That's well, that's the... Yeah, and then you have all the like SJW rage uh, compilations, all these type of things that everybody has seen because they were like so pushed by YouTube for some reason. Mm -hmm. And like... I think we're onto something. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. And uh, and yeah, so I think like, honestly, if you're a white boy and you're like checking out Joe Rogan and you like a little bit of drama, a little bit of tea, you can definitely get like wrapped up into this shit. Um, how, do, you, do you think it's like a really easy rabbit hole getting into conspiracy theories? Yeah. Like believing in them. Cause like I once had a friend look at me and go, "The moon land is fake," which I didn't fuck with at all. <laughs> no, I don't like, think. I don't know. It takes a special type of person to like. <laughs> <laughs> I love the flat Earth thing, by the way. Like, I obviously like no, not in believing it, but like as a, it being a trend, dude, that's hilarious. Like, as in like, okay, sure, you want to go with impl- watch. There's this video I watched once that was talking about how flat Earth is like way more dangerous than the joke that we make it out to be right like um i'll send you guys a link you know i'll i'll plug this i'll talk about this eventually if i ever watch it again and know how to talk about it um but like as a concept like people coming up with a flat earth thing like like people still doing it that's i just think that's funny as fuck also that'd be cool as shit um like end of the world type thing going nowhere with this one since that obviously wasn't going anywhere we're back to this segment i guess uh and now here's salim's pick for i guess best voice note is what we're doing um yeah pick number two enjoy and we'll be right back si tu pars à piccadilly circus at 11 p.m on a thursday you will see you will see a crackhead with a beanie and he will tell you your whole life story. I swear, I swear, I've been there many times. And every time I go there, it's it's just, I don't know where I'm going with this, but it reminds me of every movie I watched, 
but also every movie I didn't watch. You know what I mean? Nah, this is just stupid. Okay. Sarah, you're pretty into fashion, and I think you dress uh, really well, relatively well, really well. I like it. <laughs> at first, I was thinking of asking you about some red flags, but instead, let's try to be a bit positive today and give us some green flags. For guys? Go science. I mean, guys, girls, whatever. I mean, whatever um, tips you got to go, I'll take anything. Um, I don't mind dirty sneakers and like, I'm, I'm cool with it, but if homeboy pulls up with these, it's quiet. But if homeboy pulls up with these, homie's gonna like, get it. <laughs> I'm looking at Yusuf's face right now and he doesn't get the reference. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't fully Those get it. But, but, but like, I, I, I just thought you were talking about these. Uh, mm, I know. Nah, that's a no. That's a, that's a, that's a red out, flag. Like, that was a Bella Hadid reference. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't get that. I'd, uh, boomer energy for sure. Who's Bella Hadid? Bella Hadid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? No one's ever said. Oh, oh. Bella Hadid, Yolanda Hadid's daughter. Oh, fucking daughter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yolanda Hadid. Is Who's that Yolanda? her mom's name? Yeah, her mom. Yeah. That's her mom's name, but I mean, no one refers to her as Yolanda's daughter. She's is Yolanda supposed to be famous? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, she was yeah. married to this like Emmy award winning, like or Grammy award winning guy. I'm, I don't know, but he, she was he was super famous apparently. I need to. I don't know anything. I don't know. You don't need to. You don't need to, you don't need to yeah, get it. Fair. Into- fair. But like, yeah. I'll. I'll okay. Um. Okay. Salim, this, start uh, over and we'll like. Huh? Salim, start over. Come <laughs> tell <laughs> okay so green flags um i don't know red flags are easier but i want to be kind of positive like i don't want to be fully negative uh-huh. i would say a really nice pair of shoes but like not too many good pairs like a really nice pair of shoes not necessarily something like hype like yeah. Jordan ones or Yeezys or whatever, something like slick, nice. Even if it's just like Stan Smith, but like clean. Um, I think I think those are really really nice. Um, Golden Goose are great. I love them. Golden Goose. Yeah, they kind of look like Converse, but. Oh, Sadim, do you have those? I can see you smiling. Well, the white and black ones. Okay. Uh, I like those, but. I don't know. Um, it really depends on the person. Obviously, skinny jeans like are a red flag. Like the fact that Aziz wears skinny jeans is. <laughs> Wait, are skinny jeans dead? By the way, they are. Like officially, right? Like people aren't into one anymore. Slim fit are good, but Slim like fit. It's you're fine. wearing like blue tight skinny jeans from Hollister. Like no. Ah, uh, yeah, that's dead. Good like we talked about the lads or whatever and then you guys sent that photo of the lads on the group which was the first time i saw them yeah those love island jeans the lad. I, ne- I i'd never act like i'd never recognized well, it at least so never I like, knew they were yeah i i didn't know this template until i'd seen that photo so like yeah those tight love island jeans man like what are you like 
<laughs> what kind of figure is that supposed to put out? I never got that whole like super tight at the bottom looking thing built up top. Like it looks like you're going to tip over, bro. <laughs> bro, no, like skinny jeans or skinny, like really tight fitting pants are not flattering on guys at all. Mm. Um, also, I don't like full like track suits. Like added oh, full track. I yeah. think I think those are kind of stylish. Like that's like like you know that's the a villain, street suit. The villain from Despicable Me, the orange one. Yeah. Yeah, that just reminds me of him. Like if you're wearing a full track suit, you just look like that. I've never owned a full track suit. Come to think of it, bought my own thing. Like it's never been a fit that I could ever pull off. Pull off. Never went for it. One of the OG fits that I thought I could never pull off: Ed Hardy t-shirts. <laughs> but those were epic though people were so into those bedazzled t-shirts and everything wow how the fuck was that supposed to be cool how was that supposed to be badass you had like rhinestones on your shirts bro okay i'm not saying that wait uh, wait, wait wait who has a diamond on their on, on their forehead now uzi uzi king <laughs> wait i wait i didn't get it like did he like is it in his forehead yeah it's inside if his I'm like, like they cut up his skin and put a. He can't take it out. I think so. So he's drippy, iced out. It's the twenty-four million dollar. Wow. That's, that's what he says, but I'm. I don't know if it's true or not. That's what he says. He says that if he removes it, he dies. Okay. I doubt is true. Like. Oh, yeah. Well, you, one, yeah. 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 Like. <laughs> you're wearing a knit shirt. You remove it the wrong way. Like the shit's out. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Um, That's what he says, but I'm pretty sure it's just like a piercing, and the the diamond is way too big, so it's gonna get infected, and he'll have to remove it. But like, dumb. you can get a piercing here. I mean, Indians do it all the time, so yeah. But no one shoves like 24 karat diamonds in their forehead. Bro, that's not 24. Is it 24 karat? I, feel I like don't. I don't know. Someone just no, said no, 24 million, but I think it's way more. No, I don't. I don't know. 24 karat means is that that's that's a shit. That's a lot, right? That's a lot, yeah. But I'm carrot magic, yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel like it might be 50, something like that. It's Damn. Bro, that's like, that's, that's, okay. Like, that's fucking, why would you do that? Like, as in, someone's so, at some point, gonna try and get that diamond, bro. Like, walking around with a big-ass stone on your forehead. Like, I'm so not out here perpetuating, like, any kind of stereotypes or whatever. But, like... Bro, that's a walking target. It is. And also, he's only like, he's four foot nine, I think, or five foot two. Yeah. So he's easy to <laughs> just take out. It's not... oh, just bend but, wait. but wait, bottom like, line, I do want to ask do you guys think that diamond in the forehead is a cool fashion statement? I think it's never been done. I think that it's like so little Uzi. So, mm. like, it'll be I think it's cool. That, yeah. yeah as bad as grills i think grills are super whack no i've actually i've so come out come, come around on grills i'm i'm such a big fan of grills now no no because like because like grills growing up i saw them as like a one size fits all get a grill type of thing but like growing up you saw like different shit people could do with grill one tooth whatever you know work with it or whatever and i realized grills are like way way cooler than like i i'd I'd make myself some grills just to have grills. 
<laughs> not to ever wear them but like to like have like done something with that and just have those i, I would actually do that so well like especially with that tooth where you have a little bit of a gap like you I just a gap? yeah like it's perfect for her like you could totally like, yeah just like a fashion statement or whatever but like i'd never actually fucking do that but you know actually fuck fuck that one day you know maybe supreme confidence and i think it's cool i might fucking do it and maybe one day it's like not cultural appropriation or whatever um you know but i'm so not getting i'm i'll i'll like i do me I, i'd get me like a design or whatever but now i'd never fucking go out in grills bro i how do you not think those are cool though that's chompers bro nah bro okay when these rapper rappers wear these you know the big ass girls like the full upper lower teeth yeah 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 when you got these on you, you can't talk properly so they get a bit of a lisp you know and talk like this yeah nah bro not the move i get it i still fashionable as fuck though i think those are super cool like that's a spot people don't get to accessorize in a lot like your teeth like piercings all over whatever you like because like i think okay one thing that guys right accessorizing different different challenge different thing like you don't necessarily have as many options or you don't consider that there's many uh, that many options for you or whatever so you kind of limit yourself or whatever like my, my accessory stretch as far as my uh, necklace and a watch basically and my glasses but i have to wear these right but like I don't know. Piercings are cool, but they're a commitment, and I wouldn't go for them. Tattoos are a commitment. Those aren't really accessories either. I don't, anklets. Anklets you get dissed for if you're a dude. I'm tall, looking at you, bro. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, no. Accessorizing has always been a bit weird for dudes. Like, you know, uh, challenging. Like, one of my least favorite accessories, you go to like, any organic food store you always have that one guy wearing Birkenstock and he has like uh toe rings or like you oh, that yeah. one geography teacher with toe rings oh oh yeah maybe toe rings is where I draw the line <laughs> those are so ugly <laughs> yeah I never I, I I never pictured like how you got them on in the first place because like I always pictured like toes being bigger at the top than they are at the like for example your big toe like I don't know bro how are you gonna work that out eventually I think you pinch them like they're they're openable and you just pinch them oh 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 i could get one of those then i mean you could you have pretty feet <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> i keep taking photos of my feet every once in a while in case i ever decided to, to, to like get an only fans and people are looking for like guy feet pics i have a gallery ready to go so i'm pretty sure i've racked up like 20 or 25 different photos of like well-lit nice angle photos of my feet <laughs> so yeah i don't know you know like if if anyone's listening and has a buddy who's looking for some dude's feet pics and is willing to pay or just wants to see him i'm willing to share just Bro, you could totally make it big on only fans do you, do you think so because like i i if if it was a thing that i could do like i know that at some point i could commit to that like okay let's put it this way i'd never commit my to commit to putting myself out there and doing a podcast as sarah was saying i wouldn't do modeling or whatever because i wanted to be in control of my own image right uh, with the podcast i've kind of accepted the loss of control and sure i we make this but like it's it's out there and like that's different already right um what was the point of, what were we saying right before this 
all your OnlyFans toes. Right. So if I look at myself doing this podcast now, I'm like, OnlyFans doesn't seem like such a stretch. Plus, especially if they're only looking at my feet. I'll get a couple Bro, toe rings, an anklet, accessorize, <laughs> paint my nails and shit, you know? Make it look nice. Get a get a get a a fuck a ring light, you know, get my shit set up. Hell yeah. Bro, you can make it big. So basically it would be just toe shots of you moving them mm. around, painting mm. them, do whatever you do. Yeah. While either uh going on some fake deep tangents or Ooh. giving your view. That's like that's like a ASMR, a fake deep ASMR plus. The toe. All in one, all in one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bro, my OnlyFans about to be dope, man. I'm telling you. Like, I, I'm ready with the feet pics, so I just got to get the content, like, ready. And if you had six toes? If I, if I, bro, if you had six toes, you could blow up on OnlyFans. I, you and I have already talked about this thing before. If you have one thing, one gimmick, you can make it big. All you need is, like, one thing to play off of. If you had six toes, you'd be the biggest. You'd be one of the biggest creators on OnlyFans. For sure. Can you imagine can you, what, what you could do with that six, though? I don't know where we're going with this at this point. Damn. <laughs> um, I've basically been recording side commentary this entire time, and I think it's embarrassing that the only reason to come back to this segment is me going nowhere. But, yo, back to this. Uh, Ozzy's pick this time for best voice note. Um, leave your vote in the comments below or something. We would say if we were on YouTube. Enjoy. We'll be back. Imagine, imagine society. If like everybody was a little bit high or a little bit drunk. Not too much. Not too much. But if we each had this sort of like aspect of our lives where we were a bit elevated. I think that the world would be a better place. I think honestly, like have you seen that movie Drunk with Mads Mikkelsen? Because, like, in that movie, they set it up as, like, um, like this scientific study type of thing. And uh, they, they say that, like, everybody, every human needs, like, 0.5% alcohol in their blood to function at their best. And, like, I think that's an interesting thing to look at. And, like, not enough people talk about, like, how you function well if you're elevated in a way. But I really don't know where I'm going with this. What was I saying? Uh, wait. Green flags. Off if you want to. Yeah, I, enough of green flags. Like, just, it's easier to say what not to do. Yeah. And, like, the thing, the outfit that is, like, a major red flag is, like, full black, black turtleneck, chain. Uh, the gold chain. Mm. Gold chain, Yeah. Like, if a guy pulls up with that outfit, you just know that he's gonna, um, like, he has, first of all, he has a homie who sucks his dick on the daily, like, he has, like, he has a sidekick. Man. He has a sidekick. <laughs> For sure. Sure. Um, and, like, that homie is gonna get into your business with him, like, way too often. Like, it's going to just be part of your relationship if you get into the, a relationship with that guy who always wears the turtleneck and yep. the gold chain. So you want to stay away from that. You also want to stay away from guys who wear flannels. Flannel shirts are bad? Yeah, flannel shirts. Okay.
who wears okay no i'm gonna tell you the full outfit because this <laughs> is the girl version you know the pumpkin spice girls sure like yeah. the dude uh, version is that the dude version of that is like a flannel uh-huh and you know those it's uh, open it, it has to be open with a t-shirt under it though yeah open with a okay. t-shirt cool. under. And right. then you know those like Sherpa like denim jackets, like the like um it's called it's like Wait. Sherpa lined neck type Sherpa of thing. Sherpa lined neck. denim jacket. Oh, oh, oh is it like uh is it like white and fluffy? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I have one of those. I have one of those, yeah. I have one. I have one of those too. Um so if a guy wears that with like I'm basically just describing Yusuf. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Where's like cuffed, cuffed um, jeans, jeans that are different, that are the same color as the as the denim jacket, and then some like some regular ass shoes, especially if they're like boots. Um, but not like boot good. Boots, I would say not even Tim's, but like a fake Tim's type of yeah, vibe. Yeah, like like light Tim's. Tim's lighter yeah. tims type of vibe yeah, yeah sure asos tims yeah. mm. if they wear this they're just like it's it's not a good thing it's not a good sign um another one is like uh guys who dress either too heavy for the winter no too heavy for the summer or too light for the winter too light That's for the winter a- guys wow macho yeah. dudes uh <laughs> Yeah, like wife beater going to throw out my trash. Huh? You're cold? You cold, bro? Like, seriously? Like, bro, you can, here's my t-shirt, bro. I know that's not going to help, but like, I don't need it. I think someone has to, someone has to mention hype beasts. Because look, not putting any effort is bad. And it is bad, but at least you're not even trying. However, hype beasts, you look at them. And you know they're putting way too much effort, dedicating their whole livelihood to trying to look good. And correct me if I'm wrong, but high beasts are just the fashion equivalent of guys that dedicate their li- their lives to the gym. Yeah, there's a there's a point that you reach where you're just fishing no you're not even fishing for these compliments but the only compliments you're gonna get are from other dudes no girl's gonna look at you and and think that's impressive no girl's gonna look at you damn bro do you see that guy's traps holy fuck (laughs) oh yeah yeah. there is a there is a point of buffness where like no girl's gonna look and go fuck bro look at his full babe tracksuit with the whole zip up that covers his face wow (laughs) babe Like these type of guys, like even the gym bros, they have no game. Like they look good, like they have the the body, and even like the body is not really important. I think girls have like less standards than guys in terms of body, uh-huh. but like they have no game. Like they will come to you and they'll be like, "How much do you weigh?" And you'd be like, "Oh, I weigh kilos." <laughs> what the fuck? I can like lift three of you and then like that would be their their game basically and then yeah so they have no game and then high beast would do the same and be like why don't you like invest in some shoes you know like yeah like you hit up that supreme store recently bro like how much does your dad make oh 50k (laughs) (laughs) like 50k i made 50k in a week just buying shit off like 
Nike. Honestly, guys, I I wish I had hype beast confidence because those guys seem like nothing's gonna get them down in the world. <laughs> like, like seriously, they're like so committed to all their shit, and um, like they like they're the type of dudes who will hit on fifteen different people in the same night and keep going. Like they have that determination, you know. They they're they're like not nah, okay. Fair like you don't fuck with me, but that also, by the way, that's a great mindset to have. The oh, you don't fuck with me, fair enough. I'll move on to someone else. But these guys got way too much energy to go around, man. Like they'll hit on everyone in the club, and probably pull at the end, which is, in all fairness, keeps happening. The fucking and they always pull the same girl. It's always that like, um, I don't know how to. I know what her name is because I've seen her before. But like, there's like a prototype of this girl. She's always like kind of, kind of like a short, pretty decent looking girl, dressed in all black. Loves yep. Travis Scott. Loves. <laughs> oh, and like, she knows a little bit about like high beast fashion, but like not enough. But she still knows like more than any girl this guy has talked to during the the night. So he's gonna be obsessed with her. And then she's gonna have time for him because she's gonna be like, oh my god, he's so cool. <laughs> yep. Hype piece at the club never looked like they had game. And I'm not I was wasn't surprised to find out they didn't have game. So, what's yeah. here, like whenever we would go to clubs, we have a friend who's like kind of a high beast type of guy. And like he would always be wearing probably the most expensive shoes than anybody in the club. And like they would not let him in because it's sneakers. So oh. So it's kind of useless in the end if you can't even get into clubs because you're not wearing good shoes. True, but also there's a thing in in, in um, London here, or not? I'm probably not just in London. This happens clubs all over where um dudes will like you know wait in line for like hours, and chicks will just keep walking by. So you'll see yeah. the lads waiting in line for four hours. Bro, and by I don't end, know. Why of course, you're like like that in Paris. It's like you have to wait in line and. Uh, you have to be in a group with like some guys. This is that's how you get in. Like basically, you just come in. If the guy is surrounded by two girls, he'll get in. If he's yeah. surrounded by like one girl, they'll assume that, that he's cuffed, so he's just not gonna get in, and the girls not gonna get in either. So, yeah, it, it's kind of weird. And also, they do this thing which is so rude. Like I was, I went to a club with a few of my friends, and um i think we were five girls they only let three in which was me and my two other friends and the rest they were like nah go home um, oh, that <laughs> That's like i miss i kind of miss going clubbing but i kind of miss not i don't miss not getting into clubs worst vibes getting turned away at the at the door yeah. no it's not a good vibe because then what do you do you just go to another club we didn't no, lie. no, like, like, not even like. I think at that point you just commit to going home. Honestly, like, I'll be straight with you. I've been like, knock, turn around at the door. I was underage at the time, and yeah, obviously, I just went back home. Like, fuck that. Freshers' week, lamest freshers' week in my life. I mean, Salim had the lamest freshers' week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Facts. With no freshers' week oh. at all. <laughs> been rough 2021 uh picking up though and um i don't okay uh last episode i remember um aziz said he can't wait for sports to start again when COVID ends i said i can't wait for movies to open up again when COVID ends what are you guys most excited for 
<laughs> as as a thing that we've lost during COVID that you want to get back to when this shit ends. Restaurants, that's a good pick for sure. Dining out, eating out, having people drop food in front of you, steaming hot, and you don't have to do shit besides eat. That is, uh, yeah, I get that. I miss that. Salim? Well, I'm in Abu Dhabi right now and I can pretty much do anything. Restaurants are open. Everything's open except for the cinemas were open for a while. Then they shut them down again. So that would be nice. Uh, But I can't wait to get back to London. Let's go. Finally. Like, like that'd be great to actually happen. So a lot soon. Um, I was, I was, I was, I wanted to ask if anyone was like into concerts in general and you have shit that you like, can't wait to get back into. Cause like, I'm not a big concert person. And like, I wanted to ask someone who's into concerts if they're be nice. uh, A couple of days ago, I saw that the, there's a, there's two Ben Howard concerts that are announced for September right next to where we live at the yeah. Royal Festival Hall or something. I don't it's on the okay. Uh, and yeah, some good concerts are planned for uh shout out to one of my best friends, Faisal, that asked me if uh if I wanted to go to uh Imagine Dragons uh concert. Uh, <laughs> Imagine Dragons in London and fuck no bro. I mean, okay, look, Imagine Dragons ain't the kind of shit that I like to listen to, but at a concert. No, no, that would probably like I'm just saying because like imagine the the type of energy that Imagine Dragons is well uh, that Imagine Dragons is supposed to like have their audience have like big anthem type of shit. Imagine a whole crowd of people who are very much into the anthem energy. Like I don't know, that'd be an experience. Like you'd be you'd really fucking be into it singing radioactive or whatever. Uh, I, I, yeah, I was I was never a fan of Imagine Dragons, bro. Was, ever since they did that Iron Man, th- they had that song in Iron Man Three of the other soundtrack. I was like, y'all disappointed me. This is trash. Yeah, I was I wasn't big on uh, anthem songs ever. Really, the script when the script came out with the uh, Halls of Fame, Hall of Fame, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. I was like, bro, this is so typical. Like, this is no, there's nothing noteworthy in this song. Why are we blowing this up to be number one in the fucking world right now? So oh, yeah, you know, target audience to that type of music. Huh. Uh, okay, picture this. English dad, maybe an expatriate, because I've seen them at concerts in Abu Dhabi. Sure. So English dad, maybe an expatriate, relatively short, kind of built, uh, with one of these Dwayne Johnson tribal tattoos on the arm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's about, that's a bit of the archetype, because... Imagine Dragons fans. I don't think you've ever been to Formula One concerts. And it would always be a three-day event. The first day and the second day would usually be a bit more of a of a hip-hop act. So one year we had the Post Malone and the weekend, one year we had Migos and someone else. And the third day is always someone kind of like for, for the breaks. Yeah. Mm. Like Mufford, Mufford and Sons. I don't remember what they were. I, love I should have went to Mumford and Sons. Third day is usually something's like uh, Guns N' Roses. Uh, An Aerosmith? Have they done Aerosmith before? No, I wish though. No, it's more of a like uh, Imagine Dragons. Hi. Uh, what are they called? The Killers? Sure. You know yeah, Mr. Brightside? Rock bands, but not targeted to the younger demographic type of things. Fair. Yeah, Pearl Jam type stuff whatever Pearl Jam is. I've heard that name a hundred times, like a thousand times in my life. I've never listened to a Pearl Jam song or like consciously. 
known. But yeah, that's the whole fucking thing. Guys? This is all of it, was it? No, no, no. I was gonna just bounce off that book. If you want bounce. to bounce, no, bounce, bro, bounce. I'm not a big fan of concerts. That's it. What? No, the thing is, I'm not either. I've thought about the stuff that we've, um, like, we can't do because of COVID. And I was never a guy who went to concerts before. So now I'm like, maybe I might, you know, like, go try something new. I'll, I'll tell you this after the podcast. This doesn't need to be on the podcast. I want it. To, I think we're going to wrap it up there, I guess. This has been going on for like a minute. And um, blessed, blessed to be in the presence of these fucking guests. Salah, thank, thank you for finally being here. Glad everyone got the get a bit of you, get to meet you a bit, hear your voice, understand the fourth, fourth creative voice that goes into this thing and, you know, get some credit, get some appreciation. We finally get the wokeness of having this not only be dudes voices on a podcast for one time so sarah thank you very much and to have, uh, th- yeah and sadim thank you for being here that's where i'm gonna leave it for this week thank you and sarah fucking bless bro <laughs> <laughs> so what are we taking away from this uh insta tricks especially for you yes please uh, a couple of fashion oh. uh, fashion green and red flags which are always uh-huh. nice uh gotta have you try the the cheetos ice cream when you're back in town and <laughs> sure that's all we talked about today doesn't it yes sir that's that's pretty much it um so yeah thank you very much for listening and uh we'll see you guys next week peace bye <laughs> well i guess i'm not gonna sign off again um but thank you for listening and if you got this far you get to appreciate uh the last of our picks my pick for best voice note uh to someone who at this point needs no further introduction so i'll leave it at that so it's been about a year that we've been under lockdown the pandemic has been going on it hasn't been easy and we haven't been pulling any looks really we haven't been in our best shape whether it's physical or mental But as we speak, as I'm recording this story right now, Boris Johnson Bojo is on TV saying that on the 21st of June 2021, no more corona. So you know what that means? Bars open, clubs open, your mom's house is open. So it's time to get in shape. You gotta get your mind in shape, you gotta get your body in shape, get that summer body, use my code Tessa from Essex for 20% off on bulk powders. And um it's time to pull some looks. So it's been a year since I've been uh ping, since I've been looking ping, honestly. Um so we're gonna try, we're gonna try to look as like, honestly, on the street, right, it's going to be fucking madness, right? It's going to be fucking bollocks. I can't.